I want to talk to you about uh, how much you're paying for your home, how much you're paying in credit cards. I really, really would like you to pay attention to American financing. Just give them a call and consider refinancing your mortgage at a lower interest rate or a consolidation loan that will get you out from underneath those things like high interest credit card bills. Uh, There was a stat. I've got it someplace in the show today, uh, and it's in the show prep. So if you want to get the daily show prep from me. Uh, just sign up at glenbeck.com. But uh, the credit card debt is going through the roof, and so will interest rates. Please, please, please be careful. Uh, American Financing at 800-906-2440. They can help you save money, perhaps. Take 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and save. The average person is saving $695 a month. American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, remember when we said, uh, are we just giving Ukraine a blank check? I mean, is that what we're doing here? Um, apparently so. Here's General, uh, General uh, Milley yesterday. And we, the United States, are determined to continue to support oh. Ukraine with the means to defend themselves for as long as it takes. Oh. But at the end of the day, wait, Ukraine will retain, will remain a free and independent country with its territory intact. Wow. Okay. So I guess whatever they do. Okay. And um, what God is it that we're worshiping there? God of war. What, 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 which one? Because reason seems to not be playing a big uh, role in our life today so we must be worshiping something uh here's chuck schumer yesterday on um why it's important that we legalize illegal immigrants now more than ever we're short of workers uh we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented (laughs) there are. Hang on just a second. I just want to know, um, are we worshiping the earth where it's good to reduce the surplus population? So we shouldn't have babies because that hurts Gaia or is this the replacement theory that they said was so crazy and and i've always thought was crazy what exactly is this does anything make sense 
I'm going to try to square the circle in 60 seconds. You like saving money? I mean, the reason I ask, I guess there are some people. You know, the guy at F- FTX, no, I don't like saving money. You know, um, everybody likes to save money, don't they? Really? Maybe not all of the people in Congress, but that's not their money. When it comes to yours, you don't want to empty out your wallet and sell a kidney every time you go to buy some groceries or to get gas. Upside is there for you. Now, this is an amazing app that will actually save you money on gas, groceries, and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use the promo code BECK. You're automatically going to get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find the offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Uh, You check in at the business. When you pay, you get paid. Download the free Upside app now at Upside.com slash Beck. Upside.com slash Beck. And you'll get 25 cents or more back on every gallon on your first tank of gas. Just popping over in the app right here. Like, there's a burger place we go to a lot right around here. It's just 6% cash back. Anytime you buy something from there, they get 6% cash back or whatever you buy. Fantastic. We should have burgers now. Because we're saving money. Breakfast burgers. Upside.com slash Beck. So uh, we have this great church around us called um, Gateway. Do you go to Gateway? No, you don't Sometimes. go. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, uh, Tony Evans was there this weekend. And uh, he was like, oh, we got to try to make sense. What I mean, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> That's a good question. Okay, really yeah. good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I thought, hmm, how is he going to do this politically? What's happening? He didn't talk politics at all. He didn't talk politics at all. He did start with Humpty Dumpty, but that's a different story. <laughs> he, he brought up Second Chronicles, you know, Two Chronicles. Two, two yes, Chronicles. I do remember they two got Chronicles. together. And, yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So this is Old Testament stuff. Uh, and, uh, let's see. He said, uh, for a long time, Israel was without a true God, without a priest to teach and without the law. Hmm. So without the true God, that means there were gods, just not the true God. So that would be like Moloch, which Moloch you worshiped if you wanted fertility. He was the God of fertility. And then, of course, you had to kill your baby. But don't worry about that. So gods were things that would do things for you. And you expected things from these gods. Now, these are my thoughts on this. Gee, we're all looking for a savior now that will go to Washington and do things for us. Has that become one of our gods? I thought I spent a lot of time this morning, you know, not prepping for this show, (laughs) actually just thinking, you know, selfishly about me because, come on, it's my Glenn Beck program. It's all about me. And I, 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 without going into any detail, (laughs) I, I, I don't, I, I, I can't imagine how you could inflame my family more than it is right now. It's just on fire. And uh, so I've, I've had a lot of time of soul searching. Uh, like, wow, uh, 
what 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 did I do wrong here? What what's happening? Um, and so today I was thinking, okay, so so what's happening? And what are my gods? I spent an enormous amount of time looking for historical items and an enormous amount of money, and I thought, is that my god? Am I pursuing that too much? I, I'm just I'm in a place of real confusion right now. Which I fit right in with the rest of society. So that's good. But it says, for a long time, Israel without, was without the true God, without a priest to teach. Well, we got that. We have, you're going someplace? You got, a, got anybody who's actually teaching the law? Do you, have, do you have anybody who's actually teaching you about, let's say, cancel culture? Why is cancel culture wrong? Because it's anti-biblical. It's anti-forgiveness. It's, it's not fair. It's jury by the mob. Do you have a priest or a pastor or a rabbi, anybody talking about that? And showing how the law co- uh, corrects this law by the rule of mob? But in their distress, they turned to God, the God of Israel, and sought him. And he was found by them. In those days, see if this sounds familiar. In those days, it was not safe to travel about. Did you read about the couple that just got married in San Francisco? And uh, they wanted to get their um, picture, their wedding pictures taken at the Palace of Fine Arts, which is the Presidio. It's beautiful, beautiful. And it is the most popular place to take wedding photos for for weddings. Well, uh, last weekend, this couple just got married. They're having this photographer and these two guys come up and they just clock the the uh, the photographer on the back of the head. He falls down and he's still conscious and they're trying to grab his stuff. And he's like, hey, and he actually fights back. And these two guys end up running away, but the, the bride is crying and the you know groom is trying to comfort her and the, the photographer is just freaked out. An hour later, at the Presidio, somebody else does the same thing, except this time gets away and takes all of the camera equipment. It's not safe anywhere. There's no common decency. I don't know why I thought of that. In those days, it was not safe to travel about. The inhabitants of the lands lands were in great turmoil. Hmm. Notice it says lands. Great turmoil. That's kind of like more than just us. By the way, did you see that uh, interest, or I mean, sorry, the um, inflation rate is now over 11%. In uh, in England, in fact, Germany is starting to hoard cash. The banks are because they're afraid of runs on the bank and total civil unrest this winter when it gets cold. (laughs) Anyway, the inhabitants of the lands were in great turmoil. One nation would be crushed by another one city crushed by another city. Because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. This is the way God used to be. 
This is like what we were with our kids. When they were little, we were like, don't do that or it's a timeout. And they go, timeout? <laughs> I'll take that any day of the week. Fine. But the Old Testament God was, hey, stop it or else. But then we grew up and we got a New Testament. We got a, we got a new partnership with God. And he's like, look, I'm just going to forgive you on everything. If you turn your heart back to me, I just forgive you. And, uh, you know, you're an adult now. This is where I am with my kids now. I'm just like, hey, dude, whatever. Your life. Dad's not here to bail you out anymore. Because apparently the only way you can learn is if you feel the full brunt force of running down the stairs and just thinking that that door is open and you run right into it and, you know, smash your face against the wall. Congratulations. Dad's been there to say, whoa, whoa, slow down. Don't do that. Run. Don't run. You're going to hit your. Yeah, I'm smarter than that. And then you run down the stairs. Okay. So at some point, dad just goes, whatever. And they have to feel the full ramifications of what they've done. That's what's happening to us now. We have replaced God and we have shooed him out of everything. Everything, even church. Go to some churches. They're not even talking about God. It's like, what are you talking? What? This is a poetry hour. What? They're not even doing it in churches. It's not like we've got rid of him in the public square. We've got rid of him in like his house, too. Yeah. Can you just move out? I mean, you know, not outside, but not inside either. Just can you just move on out a bit? Now, to me, this sounds like what's going on. Maybe not. I think it is. But here's the next thing God says. But as for you, surely he's not talking about me. But as for you, be strong. Do not give up. For your work will be rewarded. I thought that I th- I thought that might be something that we should pass on today. Well, maybe you know, I know it's just an old dusty story, <laughs> written by men who are enslaving other men. <sighs> they didn't they didn't even know how to how to write code. And they're telling us all these crazy stories. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to believe mm, there might be a purpose for these stories. And it could be as simple as because people are stupid and keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different end result. Could be that. I'm just saying, if you're a little down in the mouth today, Eeyore, be strong. Don't give up. Your work will be rewarded. Brian in Alabama, he writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, after taking Relief Factor for three weeks, I found that at least 90% of my pain is gone. 
It was beginning to limit my mobility and my ability to get things done at work and at home. I'm amazed at relief, uh, relief factor and the relief that I've gotten from it. I should have started taking relief factor a year ago when I first heard you talking about it on the show. Brian, thank you very much. Listen, nobody does. Nobody does stuff the first time they hear me talking about it. In fact, my kids for 18 years, they haven't done a damn thing. Apparently dad just over there. Yep. And what is he talking about? I don't know. It's just dad. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm glad you took the uh, advice and I'm glad it worked for you. Relief Factor, three-week quick start, only $19.95. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. Just go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four relief. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. Again, that's relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor, feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Sir. Was that a news monologue or was that about uh, hmm. life and maybe in general or more specifically in your in your case? It's not the, there was passion behind that that seemed different than like, Taxes are too high. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody really? Uh, is, is, I mean, because maybe it's just me. Is that all you're experiencing in life? Are you are you going through all you're going through right now because taxes are too high? I mean, that does suck. It does I, suck. I, I'm fully on board. Believe with that. me. But yes, I agree. Yeah. There's, you know, I was going. Uh-huh. Through, I was talking to my wife about this uh, uh, last night. Mm-hmm. I guess we were mm-hmm. going through uh, a series of. Utter catastrophes. Yeah, uh, that are that. It's honestly not as much us, but friends and family are going through oh. difficult times, and and it's oh, like, it will happen to you. Oh, I it, it has will. it has yeah. happened to me. It just yeah, I thought exact that moment. too. I thought right. that too. But I'm just here to tell you, hey, don't worry, things can get worse. Oh yes, <laughs> believe me, I totally understand. Right, right. And right. Uh, so I, I, and I do find, mm-hmm. first of all, when you have periods of respite from these things, it's yes. it's important to take a take count of those moments uh-huh, because they uh-huh, don't always uh-huh. come around uh-huh. and you can get locked up in these other you know these other life things that really derail everything you're trying right. to do right uh but but secondly you know when you realize that these things that hit you on a more let's say local level uh-huh. <laughs> really are the ones that affect you much much more than the bigger things that we might talk about it from a national news policy perspective mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. Those things are really important. We'll really continue important. to talk about yeah. them. This is not going to become a family therapy talk no. uh, every day. No. Really? <laughs> I could use some. But it is, you do realize how important getting that stuff right is as it compares to yeah. some Senate policy that yeah. we're all going to worry about. Uh, yeah. It. I mean, if you don't fix the family, it won't be you won't fix well it goes back to what you're talking about with the founders what was it uh, uh pro deo you... pro patria pro familia yeah. i've always thought it was for god for country for family and mm-hmm. it's not according to the founders it is for god for family for country mm-hmm. because without the family there is no country well we could import some illegal aliens <laughs> you know what i mean they'll make families for us Wow, doesn't that sound great? Doesn't that just sound like 
the typical American thing to say? We're not making families here anymore. Let's get let's get some of those dark skin people to make people for us. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, wow. Okay. All right. Or, you know, we could encourage everybody just to have more kids. I'm going to go back to something that I thought of when I was about six years old, maybe seven. When did I first realize when babies, how babies were made? But I remember saying to my my parents, I think everyone should just start making babies with everyone else. (laughs) And they were like, "Uh, Glenn, what? (laughs) And I'm like, well, there would be no race then. If we just all started having babies with everybody else. Oh, they'd find something. They'd, if oh, everyone yeah, they looked would. exactly oh, yeah. identical. I mean, this is oh, this, you, this star, star belly sneeches. Yes, it is. From Dr. Seuss. Like, they, you'd find something to screw it up. Yes, you would. They'd find something to It'd complain be class. about. It'd be intelligence. Yeah. <gasps> we should flatten all classes, mm-hmm. redistribute the wealth, and then make everybody the same by making them all dopes. Except for like a few that could rule over all of them. <gasps> One ring to rule them all. I like this. Hmm. I like this. This sounds like it's going to work kind out. Of a combination of a bunch of different pop culture. But can we throw a dash of <laughs> idiocracy in here too? Because yes, that could. seems to be yeah. Yeah. the plan we're going after as well. Mm-hmm. This doesn't always work out. In no. The end. And, you know, look, you got to think of the bigger things. But, you know, here's, here's what is working out. Um... Now that I've decided all my kids are old enough to, like, screw up your own life. Don't skin <laughs> off my nose. Uh, once, I've, uh, once I got to that point, it's really refreshing because, uh, you know, I didn't, because the family didn't want to go, I didn't go to China, never going to be able to go. I didn't go to Red Square, never going to be able to go there. Never been to Chernobyl, mm. never been to the pyramids. I said to the kids... Uh, what are we going to do for Christmas? We're going to have Christmas around the tree. Then, I don't know, honey. I think you and I get on a plane and we go to Israel. Well, you know, we just go to see the Holy. What about us? I don't know. You guys are all adults. I don't know. What are you going to do? Uh, Mom and I are out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is kind of nice to have that attitude. <laughs> the Glenn Back Program. Now, this may come as a shock to you, but I'm not an expert on everything. No. Yes, true. And I'm humble enough to say that I am great at most things, <laughs> but not all of it. Huh. Uh, some things I'm cl- completely uh, clueless about. Uh, and uh, one of those things is about buying and selling a home. And even though it is my company, real estate agents I trust, I still don't think I know what I need to know about selling my home. That's why my company exists. This company is just, uh, it's, it's a company, it's a referral service. That's all it is. We go into areas where you live and you're buying and selling, uh, and we find the real estate agents in that area that are the top of the game and know the best practices. I, I don't vet them. I, I've got a couple of people that vet them and they are like, we will ask the questions here. Uh, they are tough on these guys to make sure that you get the best service and the best practices to make the buying and selling of your home 
the best experience. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is stand up. Get 30 bucks off. We welcome Pat Gray from the podcast Pat Gray Unleashed to the program. Hi, Pat. How are you? Oh, mm. perfect. Yeah. Are you really? Perfect. That yeah. is so great. Isn't it? That is so, so great. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm excited about? Um, you know, there was, uh, what was it, 1897? 1887? What was that TV show that came out, you know, spinoff from Yellowstone? 1883. Yeah, 1883. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there's 1923. It's another spinoff, mm-hmm. and it was a very good year. Uh, but uh, this is this is the uh, this is the Yellowstone family in uh, nineteen twenty three. Okay, and Harrison Ford <laughs> is in it. Television, Harrison yeah. Ford. It's, a, it's an amazing yeah thing. What that relationship has changed? Though I have not All seen Harrison Ford in something good in a really a long, long time. time, and I, I feel like you know he's. His acting hasn't, I don't think, been at the top of its game for multiple decades. <laughs> no, Maybe enough. since like 1970s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got some good stuff in the 80s. Yeah. No, he did. He, Even I, in the I 90s? Like him. I like him. I, I, you know, you know, you're getting what you get. It's like yeah. Kevin Costner. You're getting what what he does. But Costner's still at the top of his game no, when it Co- comes to acting. Costner's right? Right. Costner is fantastic. He's good. That's not. Yeah. Har- I mean, I love Harrison Ford. I have a, a soft spot for Harrison Ford, but mm-hmm. he's not. He's not at the top of his not game, is what you're saying. Yeah. It seems to be what you're implying, that at least. That is what I'm implying. Yeah. And okay. also saying. <laughs> <laughs> Directly. Just, just out coming right out saying it. Okay. Saying it. All right. Huh. Okay. Uh-huh. You don't right. accept uh, the, the legend of the crystal skull if oh. you're at the top of your game. Man, was That's that okay. bad. And well, also, that was a long time. Cow. And also a fifth one, right? Isn't there another one coming There's, out? I think it's no. six. Isn't it? No, but I think he's not in that sixth. No, he's in it. Oh, no, he's Yeah, he's in it. Really? Yeah. Okay, that would be bad. Yeah, he's eighty-five-year-old Indiana Jones or whatever. Helen Mirren is also in this. Mm. So I mean, those are two really big, big big stars. Big stars. Look, I'm sure they wouldn't select. This is a big project. I'm sure they wouldn't select him if he couldn't pull it off. I'm sure he'll do okay. But uh, and Helen Mirren is obviously. It's amazing that that's happened. I think everybody wants over. Everybody wants to be part of a Taylor Sheridan production oh it is so I think. good he's because he's really brilliant oh my gosh he's and he's good. just pumping stuff out like crazy the you know the the thing with with beth dutton you know she's an she's english and she didn't even mm. she didn't even talk on the set for a while um out of her american accent because she didn't want she didn't want the crew to go oh man she's not how is she gonna play this and so she just oh played it as an American, even when she was off screen for a while, hmm. because she wanted to see if she could pull it off and and everybody, if anybody would ever say, when she started speaking with an English accent, people were like, wait, what? Have you heard her speak? <laughs> no. It's I unbelievable. Either. Oh, it's either. unbelievable. She doesn't sound anything like Beth Dutton. Hmm. And she has this, this uh, love-hate relationship. She's like, I love her. She is fun, but Boy, is she bad. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's bad, but <laughs> <laughs> she plays it so well, so well. By the way, it's a the, good cast. The guy who was on Hogan's Heroes, uh, he was Corporal LeBeau. 
Mm-hmm. He died. He's mm-hmm. uh, he was ninety six. Ninety six. And do you know that he was in? He was actually held for I think a couple of years, maybe in a concentration camp. Yeah, I, I, that's an incredible story because they always say, you know, like, oh, you can't make fun. You can't make fun. There's no, certain things didn't. you can't mm-hmm. joke about. The guy was in a concentration camp and did uh, a Nazi comedy. Look up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that is the that's ultimate. Amazing. I know. Look slap up. down. Uh, Wilhelm Kurt. What was his name? Uh, the the Hogan. The the. Mm-hmm. Colonel, yeah. Colonel Clink. Yeah, I don't know Clemp, his real name. Clemperer. Oh, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. William Clemperer. Something. Look him up. I think his dad was actually somebody maybe in the on the, on the other side. Maybe. I, mm. I can't remember. But he has connections to the war that are serious connections. Mm. And he was like, yeah, wow. I'm playing that. Mm. I mean, geez. That's great. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That, that was only... What, what didn't that come out? 65? So that was only 20 years. That'd be like doing a uh, comedy on, uh, I don't know, the World Trade Center collapse. Can't even imagine it. That's true. I mean, it is. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of. I no. Mean, I, although I guess that's that's why Pete Davidson is in all of our lives. Yeah, I guess. It, you know, he, I guess. His dad died in the World Trade Center attacks, and then he started joking about 9-11, mm. uh, which is how, kind of how he became famous. Uh, which is, again, an interesting way yeah. to become famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will say that they, that's a, that used to be central to to pop comedy. culture and comedy, oh, yeah. especially like the, you made fun of these things. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, you can't the, do that the, the dictator, right, was in the middle of all of it. Right. Oh, the dictator is, uh, you know, who the first celebrity, if you can call it that, uh, that took on Hitler was Captain America. Hmm. First, first thing mm. in America that took it on because the Germans controlled a lot of Hollywood, um, and uh, and because it just like China today, they were big movie going people, and if you couldn't, mm. if you couldn't put distribution into Germans, you know what did you have? So nobody wanted to take them on. Uh, then the Three Stooges were second, and Charlie Chaplin, the dictator, was third. But those were all brave movies at the time. Yeah. Still, The Dictator is still one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. He is so good in it. I mean, it really is a, something that used to be embraced, and I feel like now pretty much isn't. Like, it's just you're not, you, mm-hmm. oh, we can't say those things. I mean, we can't even that say would not the fly most, now. I mean, what was the uh, the comment, the Candace Cameron Bure scandal that's currently going on? The what? Mm-hmm. Candace, Candace Cameron, Cameron Bure. She left the Hallmark Network, and she went to... Is it called the American family thing the, or whatever? Yeah, greater American family. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Because aren't they cannibalizing the Hallmark? I think she was saying well, basically she, it was a little too woke over at Hallmark. And, yeah. You know, and she's so she left. Big and Christian. she's just getting pounded for it. Yeah, be, Because someone asked her, like, well, you know, are you guys going to have same-sex relationships in your Hallmark movie? Or your, I mean, they're, they're so branded. Yeah, I know. Your, your cheesy Christmas movies that you're going to make? And her response was like, look, we're going to be focusing on traditional families. Like, so she didn't even rule it out. Like, she just yeah. said, like, we're, our focus is going to be traditional uh, Oh, I want to make a movie for them. Uh, let's make a Christmas movie for them. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it would be great. Oh, yeah. It would be really I'm an good. expert at those movies. I know Pat is oh, as well. I, know. And I, know I am, are. too. Yeah. I, I we mean, watch them all. Mm-hmm. I said I had such a bad day that I found myself turning into my parents. I came into the house. A TV was on. It was on the Hallmark Channel. And I sat there and I watched it. Yeah. And I watched I the whole damn yeah. thing. And my wife came home and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, 
these two should be together, but he's with the wrong person. It's so <laughs> They're too focused on business. <laughs> That's right. And he came from New York because there was a funeral in town, and then he stayed. He was trying to help the family business get back on its feet. <laughs> and his high school and sweetheart was there, and he can't decide whether to go back to New York or do I stay now. And surprisingly, he stayed. And if it wasn't for that town manager, everything would be fine. <laughs> so I love great. all of those. No, I do, too. Yeah. But I mean, saying, saying that you're going to focus on traditional uh, family structure is why everyone's lighting her up and saying she's a terrible human being. Now, I don't know of anyone who's going to like uh, out magazine and saying, why aren't you guys focusing more on straights? You know, I, I, there's no one right. who does that. No, right. You know, you, if you it's a niche, right? Every, there's niche programming. There's nine zillion channels. Can we have some that tell different niche. stories? It's not niche. It's not niche. Families. No, families. <laughs> that is, that's the niche. It is now. Right. Family. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Every like, show, you would think that 80% of the population was gay yes, or, that is your you know, <laughs> identifying as a, <laughs> as a deer or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yep. And you're like, wait, I don't, this doesn't reflect, wait, what? Right. But like, you should be able to, like, black entertainment television, no one's like, why aren't you guys talking about the white issues of the day? <laughs> right. No one, no one says that to right. them because we all right. understand. No one, you know, goes to, I mean, people go to ESPN all the time and say, hey, talk more about sports. But no one would say, hey, why aren't you talking about tax policy more? Like, <laughs> they, they cover sports. Right, like mm, it's it's uh, ABC Disney, so they're, they're supposed to cover. They're sports. probably saying that. Right, right they're no. probably saying that. But I mean, you should be able to have. You should. She wants to have a creative venture. Yes. Based on things she thinks are interesting and important, but you can't now. You can't. Nope, that's not you allowed. Can't. If you don't want to do uh, movies that are gay centered, then you're just a terrible bigot and a horrible person. So hmm. and that's what they're. You know, they're going to bash her the rest of her career now. So oh, she doesn't seem to care. I mean, I know, she we, we really are at a point to where I heard somebody saying, you know, it's just these bigots that are. And I, thought, I just laughed. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. all you got. No impact. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. They've just destroyed it, which, as we said before, that's a problem for real racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is you're a calling, problem for real racism. You're calling everything mm-hmm. racism when you're like, no, th- this. I'm telling you, this guy is really racist. Uh, we should not be around this guy. Who's going to listen? Who's yeah. going to listen? No, it does. You you become immune. And, and I know, I know this because someone we've been doing this national radio show for now. I don't know a thousand years or so. <laughs> and at the beginning. I remember like when people would say terrible things about you or they'd say you're a Nazi or a racist or all oh, these things. Be it, it'd be like, thing. oh, what are you talking about? We, we, there's no evidence of this. And we go, but we try to disprove it. Like now, I mean, they say it 500 times a day. And I don't even, it doesn't even, I don't even wake up for it. No. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing. They say it all the time. None of it means anything. It never has any impact. Well, you see, have, you, there has to be a part of you, the individual that gets over it and doesn't care about it. And when you're there... Life is is much is much better. Yeah, you know? until they introduce ESG, and then they right. can institutionally crush you uh, well, for sure. their lives. <laughs> sure. Uh, by the way, uh, our thoughts and prayers, and yes, that's meaningful. Uh, go out to Jay Leno and yeah. and his mm. wife. Mm-hmm. It, apparently, one of his cars exploded, um, mm. which they tell me cars can do. I, who knew? It's pretty rare, though. Yeah, you don't normally have cars explode, but you don't. You know. Also, usually have like two hundred 
really old, you know, like throw yeah. another log on the fire on the Stanley <laughs> steamer. You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, a lot can go wrong with those things. True. Um, but and he, he really works on them himself. Like he's oh, yeah. in no, the he's garage. The guy. He gave us a tour of his garage yeah. years ago. Now, Nice guy. Super like the nicest guy who like I just remember him with your son, Rafe. When he, you know, the Bugatti, <laughs> yes, the Bugatti, the, the, the Bugatti story, Buga- Jay Leno garage, <laughs> Bugatti story with Rafe. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was my life flashed in front of my eyes. Yeah, uh, he, but he is a super, super nice guy, and and you know, like this was his passion. He's turned it into now a whole thing, right? These the shows that he does about his so, garage. What's so weird is Jay Leno's garage on CNBC. Never seen. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No, I've never seen it. I haven't it. either. Really? I've seen all, I've seen the video. I watch his videos. Oh, mm-hmm. online. You, you just know, never watch it on CNBC. Yeah, but I think the show is kind of different, isn't it? Don't they? Isn't it more produced? And I just like him standing around the car going, that's what this is. And you're like, wow, <laughs> that's the most beautiful, spectacular defibrillator I have ever seen. And I don't even know what a defibrillator is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but he has a lot of them. He's got a lot of them. Got He's lot got of them. a lot of them. And we wish him a speedy recovery. He is uh, a remarkable man. And not that we are friends. He has treated me as a friend uh, multiple times. And um, back in the day, I used to appreciate that. Now, I don't really. You don't like me? Hmm. <laughs> What's on what's uh, what's on the Hallmark Channel? Uh, okay, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Love working with companies who not only provide the highest level of service, but who are also on the same page as I am. Uh, it's becoming increasingly rare. That's why one of my favorite companies is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, boy, these guys have proven themselves time and time and time again. This is a cell phone company that will not only give you cheaper and a better experience as a cell phone company, but they also stand with you in defense of our American liberties and values. These guys are on the front line. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless providers. And I have to tell you, they live it. They walk the walk. Don't send your hard-earned money to someplace that either doesn't care or despises the things and are working against the things you believe in. Join Patriot Mobile. Join the movement now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. It's 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. A new NBC Bay Area report about the assault on Paul Pelosi last month includes several of the same details in the NBC News retracted national report that suggested Paul Pelosi may not have been in any immediate danger when the police arrived prior to his attack. NBC News, the national correspondent, reported on November 4th for the Today Show that police didn't know they were responding to the Pelosi residence. Pelosi opened the door for police but did not attempt to escape or declare an emergency. He even walked away from law enforcement toward his eventual attacker. 
Well, that report was erased from all NBC News platforms later in the day, scrubbed from all social media. Ah, Good thing we have it. NBC News issued an editor's note on the website saying this piece has been removed from publication because it did not meet NBC's news reporting standards. However, now the local San Francisco NBC reporter has filed a similar uh, story and it has not been retracted and has remained online as of this morning. Last Friday... Um, after that was a week after they took this down uh, for, at NBC, NBC's San Francisco local TV affiliate, which is branded as NBC Bay Area, aired in a report with highly similar details indicating Pelosi opened the door for police and didn't try to escape. The anchor told the NBC Bay Area viewers the investigation team looked into why state and federal prosecutors each describe one specific detail of the police differently. It all has to do with the moment seconds really before Paul Pelosi was struck in the head. He opened his door with the left hand, according to people who have seen the body cam footage. Then he slowly walked uh, uh, or backed away. The video clearly shows Paul Pelosi opened the door with his left hand. The body cam video shows officers having a brief conversation with Pelosi, and then the fight breaks out. The Glenn Beck Program.